welcome to the Unapologetic Connections podcast. We are spicing things up, having no podcast hosts, no scripts, and bearing it all completely unedited. We are a group of entrepreneurial women who believe in true, deep, unapologetic stories. Because life isn't always Instagram worthy. Life is messy, unpredictable, and can rock you to the core. It's time to unmask and show all aspects of ourselves unapologetically. Let's come together, rock this thing called life, and support the heck out of each other. Because ain't nobody got time for the mask of judgment. Get ready to connect, share, and feel the unedited love of unapologetic connections. Welcome back, Connections. My name is Ashley McIver, and I am one of the unapologetic speakers represented by the Unapologetic Connections Agency, and I am proud to be introducing this week's episode brought to you by Nude Vodka Soda. In addition to my work as a speaker, I'm also a health coach and accountability coach, and I am so excited to be bringing this topic to the table this week, how to blend your family. I think this is something that a lot of us can relate to have been in this situation, stepchildren, half-children. I was a single mother at one time when my daughter was six months old. It was only her and I. So I have the experience of being part of a blended family now. My daughter and I were on our own when she was about six months old, and it wasn't until she was two and a half that I introduced her to my current husband. I had dated, but I never introduced her to anybody or nothing serious. She was always kept away from that. But when it got serious with my husband and it was time to introduce, he was coming into a relationship where he had no children, never married. So that was something really new to him. And my daughter's father is now married with a child. So we had to really come together and learn how to blend our family and put our children first and do what was in the best interest of our daughter. And that took a couple of years. It was difficult. It's not an easy thing to do. Co-parenting, step-parents, it can be really tricky. It takes a lot of work. It's almost like a separate relationship. This lovely group of women I have around the table this week, I just want to get their feedback, their experiences of what it was like for them if they have that experience and just sort of go from there in a really casual conversation. So Haley, would you like to start? So I came into a relationship with my husband having two boys and I was really excited by that, but I was 28 years old and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm going to love them like my own. And it's this is going to be this wonderful kind of like union. So no, this isn't a deal breaker for me. You know, and I was really excited. His youngest was 11 when I came into the relationship and Zach was 18. So there was quite a bit of an age difference and there was an age difference even with me and my husband. My husband's 17 years older than me. So I think that he was a little bit wary (laughs) about bringing me in because he's just like, oh yeah, you excited young thing, you. (laughs) You don't know if you know what you're coming into. And I I really didn't. I was kind of blindsided. There's nothing in school that teaches you, hey, this is how to be a step parent, or this is how you come into a blended family. You know, like I I had these ideas through watching television and thinking that, okay, well, this is just how it's going to be. And it's going to be like this great thing. And I'm going to get along with their mom. And we're going to have these wonderful conversations. And we're going to just blend everybody together. And it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And it 
really wasn't. It was so, <laughs> it was really, really hard. But I fell in love with the boys, like, almost immediately. And I've been in their life now for eight or nine years, nine years, nine years now. And I remember when he was 11 and him and his mom weren't really getting along at that point. And I was living with them. And I remember tucking him in one night and he's like, thanks mom. And I, I just, I, I was like, Oh, you're welcome. And I walked back into like me and Mark's room and I'm like bawling my eyes out Aww. because it felt like an honor, you know, like I, because I, we did so much together and I did a lot for him at that mm. time, but I didn't feel like his mom and I almost felt like I was undeserving of that mm. and I almost felt the actual pressure, you know, it's like, oh my God, well, I'm not his, I'm not his mom. Mm -hmm. I, I'm never going to be his mom. How am I going to maintain this? And it, it actually really stressed me out mm. and it sucked because I couldn't talk to his mom. There, she wouldn't talk to us. Oh. So there wasn't, there couldn't be this dialogue. I love that you said in the beginning when you started to talk, you said, I thought I was going to come into this and we were all going to, you know, basically co-parent and all be blended because a lot of people that are on the other end, like my husband, he's coming into me having a child, don't have that same attitude. Yeah. You know, they don't think that way. That's really mm -hmm. positive. And as the mother, I appreciate that because that's, that just makes it so much easier and so much better for the kids when you have that sort of attitude going into it. Cause it can be hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I can see that like now having a child of my own with my husband and the boys are so great with her. It's amazing. It's, it's so cool. Actually just talking about my daughter, we don't call her their half sister. We call her their sister. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's your You're family. just family. Yeah, your family. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And being a mom now, I think if, say, me and Mark split up and he had a child with another woman or whatever, it would hurt me in the beginning. Like, I would just be like, oh my gosh, this other woman's now coming into Willow's life. So, like, I, I feel the other side with the boy's mom. Like, I, I feel that. But I think now with a healthier viewpoint... That I'd want to have open mm -hmm. dialogue, mm -hmm. but also that we're co-parenting so that she's being raised. It's fluid it's on both fluid. sides. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, it's always the hardest. Yeah. So when we first were apart, it was really difficult. I needed to have, and I'll openly admit this: too, I was too controlling over her. She was a she was a baby. Mm -hmm. She would go every other weekend. I couldn't be there. I wanted to know who was involved. This it was too much. It was too much for her poor dad. It was like, settle down, Ash. Like, I got this. I'm her dad. I see that now, but at first I didn't. And then when a new person comes into your daughter's life, there's jealousy there. And I will yeah. openly own that too. You're, you're worried about that relationship. Totally. Is it going to be closer? But it never will be closer. It'll just be different. Mm -hmm. You know, and I respect her stepmother 100%. But it took time to get there. And... It was a work in progress, but I, what I ended up doing was putting myself in everybody's shoes. I put myself in the step-parents position because it's not probably easy, you know, to, she's got a mother and it, it can be difficult. It's difficult. It mm -hmm. takes work. It's like any relationship. It takes a little extra work, mm -hmm. but if you can do that together and do it for your kids and that's, mm -hmm. that's key. What do you think, Jessica, from Glitter and Grace Coaching? <clears throat> 
Uh, well, my, my experience was a little bit different. <laughs> um, I also was single, a single mom at um, 10 months. My son was 10 months old when I left his father. So I was single for a couple of years before meeting my ex-husband. And we, we blended our families. So he came into it with a five-year-old daughter. I came into it with a three-year-old son. Um, we merged and took our time um, getting to know each other. We didn't move in together until like two years after we started dating. We got engaged. We got married. Went through the whole process and we were together for 10 years. So I had a good length of time to be a quote-unquote stepmom. But our situation was a little bit different in that I and this is for a different podcast completely, but I didn't know um, my husband had a second life while we were together, which um, I didn't realize would have had such a great impact on his daughter. But how it did have an impact on her is he knew that eventually some at some point in our lives, we would end up breaking up. So because he knew about the second life that I didn't know about. So he actually pre-planned how to prevent her from being hurt in that he tried everything he could to keep us from bonding because he knew that if we bonded, it would be harder on her when the inevitable breakup would take place. So for years and years and years, I tried to bond with her. I tried to connect with her. I tried to connect with her mom. I tried to be the best stepmom I could be and just was met with so much resistance and so much um, negativity and I could never figure out why. And it was only after we broke up that both he and her mom, actually, both came forward to me and said, listen, the reason you've had such a hard time connecting with her in the past 10 years was because we put those blocks up so she would never bond with you because we knew that eventually this day would come and you guys would end up breaking up, which is really sad. It's really, really sad because at the end of the day, I missed out on having an opportunity with her that I think could have been beneficial for both of us. She missed out on having, you know, a true bonded relationship with her stepmom. And at the end of the day, I think everybody just sort of lost out on that. But I can definitely speak to the challenges that come forward when blending a, a relationship and blending a family and also to the unblending. Because now that we're not together, that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot. But what happens with that relationship? You know, here's this, this girl that I was trying so hard with for 10 years and then all of a sudden her dad and I are no longer together and how do you keep that relationship or do you? I mean, in our scenario, because we didn't get as close as I would have hoped, we've both decided to go our own ways. So we actually aren't connected anymore. So we are completely unblended, um, don't have any contact with each other other than through social media. And that's hard on its own too, right? You've you've poured your heart and soul and, and love into this person for 10 years. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, for 10 years, this is my stepdaughter, for 10 years, you know, you treat them as, as your own, and then all of a sudden, poof, the relationship ends, and then they're gone. So I've had a couple of experiences with, with blending. One that I haven't had to experience is a new parent coming in for my child. Mm -hmm. So my son's father didn't get into a new relationship until my son was older. So I didn't have that experience of what you were talking about, where, you know, there's a new stepmom on the, on the horizon. I didn't have that experience until he was older, which I felt like was a little bit easier for me because I think, yeah, you're right. The jealousy and just like the wanting to control and wanting to know what's happening over there. That's all very normal. And I kind of fluked out and didn't have to experience that piece. That's the mama bear in you too. Right? Totally. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. Because you have your, you know, everything's a certain way and, and that's your child and totally somebody new is going to be around your child. That's 
that can be tricky. Uh So I have a story about unblending. Mark and I split in the middle of our relationship because we had a lot of miscarriages and it was really, really hard on our relationship and we ended up splitting Mm -hmm. because I totally lost myself and I needed to find myself again. And through that split, me and youngest one lost contact and so did me and Zach. But Zach was older, so it was a little bit of a different relationship. But me and youngest one, who called me mom, we lost contact. So I broke that bond. And it was not good when I came back. I had to really, really work for his trust mm-hmm. and his respect again. And I feel like even though it is, well, how old's my daughter now? Three, like four years later, four or five years later, he, I still get met with some resistance. And I feel so absolutely, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so sorry for that. Like, I look back and it's like, wow, you know, I wasn't a mom at that time, but I know about respect <laughs> and loving somebody. And I did love him and respect him, but I really needed that time for myself. But I tell you, when you have like severed a bond like mm-hmm. that, it really fucks up the relationship for a, a really long time. And I'm constantly having to apologize for for that time away. Do you think he felt abandoned? He did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I abandoned him for sure. And I'm, yeah, I'm forever in this place of just like guilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every time I see him, it's just like, you know, hugs or I love yous. Like I'll send him little text messages. You know, I'm thinking about you, right? You know, just to try and mend that, that relationship because I care so deeply about him especially not especially now that Willow's here. I mean, I've always loved him, but him and his sister's bond is so precious, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I want that relationship with him back. You know, I see the bond that they have together and I see the fun that they have together. And when I come in the room, sometimes he's, you know, he's just like, oh, maybe standoffish, you know, and then it's like, it's okay, you know, keep playing, you know, I'm 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 just here just loving you guys' interaction. So there's still that resistance still. And he's 19 years old. Wow. Yeah. So I think that it's just being really mindful how important a stepmom's relationship is with it with a child. Mm-hmm. Or stepdad. Because the flip side of my story is that not only did I separate from my stepdaughter, but my son, who had grown up with my ex-husband as his stepfather also has no contact with him so that one's a little bit more tricky yeah and you are right there it's so important to have a personal relationship with that child the step parents should have a personal relationship my husband and my daughter they do their ice skating together or they have these little games that they'll play before bed like silly little games and they have these little ways about them that makes their relationship just theirs Uh and special yeah I wanted to ask what you thought of or how the mother thought of him calling you mom. She wouldn't have known because she wasn't really involved until later on. The thing with his mom is that she created a story around me and Mark's relationship that just isn't true. So she felt like she had a reason to not be around us or not have anything to do with us because mm-hmm. she felt slighted or whatever. But unfortunately, she severed that relationship by doing that. And then here's me leaving Mark, not staying in contact with I'm abandoning him as well. Mm-hmm. So both of his mom figures have abandoned him now. So it's now it's like, I just love him so fucking much. I can't even tell you. It makes me want to cry. Like it makes you really fucking emotional. And I hope that he sees 
how much he means to me. I now have that opportunity to really step up my game as his mom or as a mom for him. And I, I feel blessed to have that. That's amazing because it's, it's a big deal. It's a lot to take on other people's children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, my husband came in this single guy and never been married, never lived with anybody, not really, no, ki not around kids a lot. And then here you go. Yeah. <laughs> kid. Take her yeah. swimming. Yeah. For the 10th time tonight, that's what we're doing. <laughs> and what about you, Kathy Buchanan, from Balancing Energy? Uh, well, my experience is different in that I am the child of divorce. I'm, I haven't been separated. I haven't blended a family of my own children. So, but I was, I think I was nine years old when my parents were divorced and my dad met someone actually quite quickly and uh, funnily enough, he was uh, dating her for three weeks and then proposed to her. So wow. they're still together. They're still wow. together 40 years later. Wow. Um, yeah. So that w it was, uh, it was quite the transition. I have to say I am very, very fortunate I actually have an amazing stepmother and an amazing stepfather. So that isn't always the case with people. Mm -hmm. I'm very close uh, with my stepdad and with my stepmom. And uh, my stepmom and I actually hit it off sort of right off the get-go, which was amazing. And I was very lucky to have that. It doesn't always happen. Uh, I think my younger brother struggled a little bit. He's four years younger than I am. And for him, so he would have been maybe just five-ish and so for him, it was a lot more of a struggle, mm -hmm. a lot more of a struggle of bringing new people into the lives, into his life. And also um, when my mom remarried, bringing someone, another man into his life, he struggled mm -hmm. more with the man coming into the life than mm -hmm. the woman coming into our lives. And I just, I don't know that I struggled so much. Um, it was, I guess it was weird in a sense. Never, I recognize now as an adult that I don't know that I ever really felt that either place was my actual home. And it, it's just like kind of a weird segue, but my grandparents um, left their house. My grandfather passed away about eight years ago. My grandma left her house four years ago. And it was so emotional for me, mm. like even more emotional for me than, than some of my other family members or even their own kids. I was devastated at the loss of their home because I think that was the place that was consistent mm -hmm. for me in my life. So I think I was only a few years old when they were in that home. So every Christmas, every celebration, every big thing was there. And even though it was with on my dad's side of the family, um, it was just that all my aunts and all my uncles and everyone came. And up until recently, there was 40 or 50 of us there. So it was, there were always big celebrations and connections. So I was so fortunate to have that great space. But that was a sense of loss for me. So I didn't realize that until I was much older. Right. But I think that... My parents, they struggled in the beginning. I know being sort of a 9 to 12-year-old, really being aware that my parents didn't have it easy. Mm -hmm. They struggled with trying to be friends with each other. I also think like 30 years ago, when, or more than 30 years ago now, the divorce did look different than yeah. it does now. People weren't um, putting as much effort in to making sure that the step-parents were involved and that they the families were blended. It was very segregated. I would say, and I really experienced even feeling like the kid of divorce when mm -hmm. I was in elementary school. Other things I recall just being a child of divorce is feeling really, I guess, disorganized. I always felt disorganized, you know, going back and forth from my parents' homes and like I'd get somewhere and not have everything I needed or, you know, maybe my parents' lives because all the parents all worked. Mm -hmm. My mom worked, my stepdad worked full time. Uh, fabulous, great. But I think because everyone worked, 
sometimes things weren't maybe as organized as they could be, or it's my perception as an adult, obviously. And so I would go to my dad's on weekends feeling like, oh, I didn't, what do you mean I don't have a coat with me? What do you mean I don't have this? And just feeling kind of discombobulated. Right. And, and I was nothing to do about not being cared for. I felt 100% cared for, like at each home I was at. I was 100% cared for. Uh, we were full priorities of my mom and my stepdad and 100% priorities of my dad and my stepmom at their places. But it was just that feeling of disconnect. Mm-hmm. There was just always an unsettled type of feeling, mm-hmm. I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm not sure what would have made that different. I just love hearing all of you guys talk about the effort that you put in, and I just, I love that. Like, I'm so excited for you guys and your kids as they grow up and have that connection all the effort you guys put in is totally amazing well I think that when you were saying that you were going one week there and one week Mm -hmm. so when we had split up like I said she was six months old and we went into mediation and we sat down and we did do the co-parenting after separation and wanted to really learn how to do this properly for lack of a better word so we didn't screw her up I mean we're going to screw her up a bit anyway I'm sure but (laughs) no And the therapist had said, and mediation had said, with her being six months old and so young, it may be something to think about that she's primarily in one home and then comes every other weekend, just to give her that consistency. And that's been the way we've done it her whole life. She lives with us during the week and on the weekend, and then every other weekend she goes to her dad's. That being said, I incorporate him into our lives and his family into our lives as much as possible and if there's ever a change needing to take place hey ash can i have her this weekend can we switch it's never been a problem and i think that consistency for her has been really key Mm -hmm. and i know that a lot of people and i never blame anybody for doing a week in a week because i know how important it is for dads to you know have their children as much as possible i get that piece but we were together for two years. She was only six, month old, six months old. It was kind of a different situation. But we've always had me during the week, every other weekend, and it's really worked. Mm-hmm. Um, holidays, for instance, they took her to Hawaii last year. That was never a problem. We've just made it easy on each other. Because the harder it is on so nice. us, the harder it's going to be for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting hearing your perspective on it being like a mom and having your daughter like full-time. Because... I think about Mark, my husband, he's the dad. He had his boys full time. The weekends, every other weekend, every day. Yeah, and that's interesting for me to hear because for me, when I hear that, it seems so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. But it does happen, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Well, my situation's kind of strange now because <clears throat> my son's father wasn't he was absent for quite a few years because he had a, a drinking problem. So my my ex-husband became sort of my son's father figure. And now, fast forward all these years later, my son's father is in recovery. He doesn't drink at all anymore. And his most current relationship has recently ended. And they have two kids together. So now he's actually taking on the primary parent role in that relationship. So he's got the two kids almost full time. And she only has them on the weekends. So it's it's interesting for me to now see him as a father and in that parental role, but with his two youngest children. Oh. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting full circle experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's almost karmatic. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a great dad. He's really a great dad to both of the boys and to my son now. So that's fantastic. Yeah. That's really yeah. Nice. It's really nice to see. I often wonder about. She would say to me at times. Nobody's divorced in my class. 
nobody's divorced in my school. Oh. And I would say, I'm pretty sure that they are. You just don't know <laughs> just that. Yeah. Out of their recess. <laughs> right? <laughs> I never wanted, one important thing that I never wanted for her or for kids of a separated family is to ever grow up feeling different. Because nowadays, in 2019, they're, they're not different. No. Every, lots of people. It's, it's more common than not. It's more common. Just like it's common for two dads. Yeah. Like it's common to have be the child of two dads or two moms or what have you. Like the world is a completely different place than it was before. Mm-hmm. So I always made sure through this journey that her dad and I took together and have together now and with our, with our spouses that she's never different. Mm-hmm. She's just regular. She's just like any other kid in her class, you know, That's so important. with more people to love her. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. And double the birthday parties. And double the birthday And I have more support having another female involved mm-hmm. for her mother figure. And, and Kevin has more support with another man. Like, it just is more people to love you, really, at the end of the day. Yeah. It's amazing. It's funny. Like, I think about my parents now. And they're 70-ish, give or take a few years between the two of them. I cannot imagine my parents together now. Like I can see knowing the stories about who they were younger. I think I can see the draw, but I look at them and I just think the people that they're with now, those are their people. Hmm. Be them being together. I mean, I, Oh my God, no, I just, I can't see it. Like they're both loving, caring, kind people, but put family first, but that's probably the only thing that they have in common. Like I just other, yeah, it's just really interesting. I couldn't, See it. Actually, it makes me feel quite uncomfortable to think of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can understand that, Kathy. Um, my blended family that I grew up in is actually a story in of its own. My mom was with Chris all through high school. They were engaged. They were supposed to get married. They broke it off. Whatever happened, I don't, I don't know. But they didn't end up getting married. My dad was with Vicky all through high school. They were engaged. They were supposed to get married. Same situation. Something happened, and they didn't end up getting married. My dad and my mom meet, and they had me and my sister Miranda. After my mom uh, had Miranda, she got postpartum depression. She came back down to the coast because we were living in 100-mile house at the time. And when she came back down to the coast, she ran into Chris. Chris's first marriage had just dissolved. He had a daughter with his first with his first wife, so she became my stepsister. And they, my mom divorced my dad, married Chris. So I got one stepsister out of the deal. My mom and Chris decided to have a kid together. They ended up having twins. So now I got a half-sister and a half-brother. About five years later, my dad runs into Vicky, and her first husband had just recently passed away. So my dad and Vicky ended up getting married. Oh, so they both ended up with their high school wow, sweethearts. And amazing. Vicky had two kids from a previous marriage, so they became my stepsisters. So on my dad's side, I had my two stepsisters. And on my mom's side, I had a stepsister, a half-sister, a half-brother, and a real sister. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and my mom and Chris are still together. Well, they were still together till my mom passed away. And my dad and Vicky are still together till this wow. day. So how many siblings altogether? So altogether, I have five sisters and one brother. Wow. Yeah. I Amazing. love hearing that, though. Mm-hmm. I love hearing the different dynamics. Yeah. So and cool. so, and you know what? We were so lucky in that even though... Really, if you think about it, my mom left my dad for my stepdad, right? You'd think there might be some animosity or some negativity there. It was never displayed to us. Wow. It was never. My mom never That's said amazing. a bad thing about my dad. My dad never said a bad thing about my mom. 
It was Christmases at the beginning before he met Vicky. He used to come and share Christmas morning with us and open gifts with my stepdad. Oh, that's like yeah, I was so blessed that way. Like they were both really, really good with giving me goose with the other side. So that's great. Yeah, yeah. Because kids have no judgment. Yeah, they don't. And that that was I remember taking a course parenting after separation, and that was the one thing that the lady that ran it couldn't speak about enough kids have no judgment you never say anything about why put that on your kids mm-hmm. any I've always told my daughter's dad your dad loves you so much he's my buddy because she got to that age as she got older where she said why aren't you and dad together and I mm-hmm. say because we're like buds we just want to be friends mm-hmm. you know we just that's how our relationship is we're friends we so cool. had you and it's just a cool dynamic now now you have tons of people that love you and mm-hmm. we're still friends and that's all that matters. That's so awesome. That's, I that's so important. I think it's so important. I am so envious of you guys right now. Like, I, I think it's so special that you both have that. Like, it makes me, like, really, really angry and upset for the boy's situation. Mark's ex has a story that basically uh, he left her to be with me. When they had been split for two years prior to him even meeting me, but to cope with it... She made this story up. And it's been really, really difficult for our family because she says really horrible things about Mark behind his back to the boys. That's tough. Mm. And it's so difficult mm-hmm. to, to hear. And she and might truly believe that that's what happened. I really yeah. think that that's what's happening or what's going on. Yeah. It's very interesting. She's so I really am envious yeah. of you guys. I don't want to like go in deep into it or anything, but I'm really, I think it's beautiful what you guys have and what you're doing. And I just, yeah. I love it. That's unfortunate, though, isn't it, when that happens? It's almost like sometimes these parents where, you know, they are resentful and they are angry and they are bitter. They have no idea what they're doing to their children. Mm-hmm. No. Because children love their parents no matter what. Yeah. Totally. So that's really, that's sad. That makes me sad. Mm-hmm. I feel sad for my ex-stepdaughter, too, because instead of both her mom and her dad looking at it and they both knew it was going to be a temporary marriage. I did not obviously, but they both looked at it like, Oh, if we, if we can just keep her from bonding with Jessica, then it'll prevent her from being hurt at the end of the day. But what happened instead is she lived 10 years with me and never got to bond. Mm -hmm. So she never got to take the value out of having that loving stepmom available to her like it makes you think for you and for her <clears throat> that you're both questioning well what's wrong with me oh absolutely that you can connect with these people like that would just be like the yeah. amount of hurt that it actually causes probably exactly is way I, way greater than what, what they're yeah. trying to prevent yeah. that's what i'm trying to say yeah yeah so at the end of the day even though i see where they're coming from and i i can appreciate now knowing the full story um why they were doing that to try to prevent her from being hurt at the end of the day they caused 10 years of hurt anyway yeah that's really tough. Yeah. I know something that's uh, new and not new in my family dynamic is um, my husband gave up a son for adoption uh, 30 years ago. And we just re- reconnected with him last December, so 11 months ago. And that's been interesting navigating. Wow. Yeah, it's been interesting. I always knew that he had the son. I knew it went into relationship. We were very honest. We knew what was happening. And we were honest with both of our kids together from day one. We, you know, when they were kind of three, four, we mentioned it. Every couple of years it would come up. It wasn't always in the conversation, but we talked about it a lot. They sort of knew it was happening. 
And last Christmas, something came over my husband. I think it was December 27th or I can't remember if it was November or December. Anyways, he messaged, he found where his son was and sent him a long letter. He didn't want to call him. He wanted to, he felt he really wanted to be able to just say everything he wanted to say and sort of leave it with his son for a while to respond or not. And, and it was four very, very long days um, and then he did get a response, which was a response was really lovely. And, um, they met two or three weeks later, which was amazing. And it's been a really interesting experience for all of us mm. for listening to my husband, him talking in that he wants to do so right by this son he gave up, but he's very conscious of how it affects myself and our two kids. And he's not hundred percent sure how to navigate this new relationship and, and I would say my role is, is uh, very obviously different for me than anything else I've ever experienced in that I want to support him. And for me, I feel this strong need to do the right thing because I feel that's kind of who I am anyways, but do the right thing in my own two kids' eyes. Like I don't want them to ever feel that I didn't deal with this properly or that I didn't support their brother properly or, their, or my husband properly. So it's a, it's a definite eye-opening, self-guessing, second-guessing situation. Um, But yeah, so we'll see how it goes. He lives in Kelowna, so he lives five hours away, which actually I think has actually maybe been a bit of a blessing for us because we're able to build a relationship and communicate and take the time that it needs to take and develop over time. So yeah, so that's, uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting new role. there, there There must have been a lot of fear there too. Because oh, you've got 100%. your two kids, you've got your life at home, your family of four. Yes. Yeah. And then this new person, like there's yeah. got to be fear there. And to be open and honest, it would be almost, it would be scary, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? You'd have a little bit of, well, what, what is this going to be? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those real feelings that yeah. we have. Well, it's interesting too, because we've been very open with all of our family. But I guess, if funnily enough, some family members didn't know. And so this has been sort of a new avenue and friends and stuff didn't know. It's not something you talk about all the time. I mean, so yeah, so it's just been a new, new chapter and we're really all excited to sort of see what's going to unfold. Gonna and, go. Yeah. And the kids love having a new brother in the family. So oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really an exciting, exciting time. And he actually has kids of his own. So we have, well, my husband has three wow. grandkids. Wow. wow. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, so it makes me a step-grandma, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> so this could be something really wonderful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. What a great story. It's such a great story. It's very exciting. Yeah, there's so many different dynamics and there's so many different situations now. And I think at the end of the day, it's just, it's all about those children Hmm. and really working together and loving them and putting them first Mm -hmm. and biting your tongue a lot. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And just trying to navigate it together yeah. to do what's mm-hmm. right and to do what's best. And of course there's hiccups along the way. There always is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm really thankful that you guys shared. Thank you for yeah. having us. Yeah, thank you. Guys. That was a vulnerable yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, thanks for bringing the topic up. I think most people out there resonate in some form. Yeah.
definitely. And there's so many different avenues you can go for different times. Oh, yeah, totally. you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, well, thank you so much for listening, Connections, and thank you again to our sponsor, New Vodka Soda. If you're still with us and have hung on till the end of this cast, you are officially connected. Head on over to unapologeticconnections.com to read more about us and put some names to faces. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us an honest review. Our agency stands for a lot of things, but most of all, real truth and real connection. So thank you for connecting with us. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.